Hello, everybody. You're listening to The Big Brother Brothers, the ultimate unofficial podcast. I'm your live feed obsessed host, Fox Van Allen. And joining me this week, as is the case each and every week through the Big Brother 22 All-Star season, he's nobody's beta. Join me in welcoming Mr. Lance Cartelli. Hello, Lance. Hey, Fox. I, uh, I'm glad you realized that I'm the alpha here. <laughs> that's that's right. Um, uh, in a long line of Big Brother alphas, you are you are like you are like Cody from Big Brother 19. You're like Monty from Big Brother Over the Top, and you're like Memphis from Big Brother 22. Great co- great great company to keep, right, Lance? Oh yeah, thanks. That was just the nicest thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've got uh, it. It was a rough week uh, in the Big Brother house, but what hasn't been a rough week uh, this particular? They're all season? rough. <laughs> they have all been rough weeks. Welcome to 2020. Um, it, is, it has been a it has been a tough watch, uh, but we, we we're making it through, and we're we're here till the end, and we are hyped about that. I am hyped about that triple eviction that we got coming up. Uh, That's gonna so be nuts. We're gonna for sure talk about that a little bit today, but we've got uh, so much more to talk about. We're gonna talk about. Uh, Nicole, Danny, Devon, Kevin, or David. We're gonna figure out which of those five has has the worst game because they're all like neck and neck as, as to effing this thing up. So uh, we're gonna off. talk. We're gonna talk about the latest wall yelling disaster. Yet again, fans are trying to. You're, you're not helping. You're just. You're not. Stop it, fans. You're not helping. We'll talk about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about Julie's live TV weirdness. Uh, she just can't. She she can't handle it. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spoil everything about this week's nominations uh, and the HOH. Uh, but first, let's talk a little bit about Devon here uh, because it is it is Devon's week. She goes home or goes to jury, pardon me, uh, jury number two by a vote of five to two. Um, it, interesting that there were two votes there. Uh, I guess Nicole and Danny trying to do some damage a little bit too late with those two votes. That is, I think that's a little bit too late. I think you're um, right, especially after you know the revelation when Day left and the goodbye message with Nicole. I don't think that's gonna help yeah um so let's let's talk about that goodbye message for a little bit because uh, I, I thought that was uh, that was interesting and the reason why i thought it was interesting is because i, I talked about a little bit in the intro about that wall yeller and uh, apparently someone decided to yell over the wall that nicole flipped um and when they yell over the wall they hear it and then it ruins things for everybody uh so devon knew about it before nicole said it so, but she gave us a little bit of good, she's an acting coach, so she's good at that. It was uh, good so acting. She, she gave us a little bit in that moment, where the, that leg move, I love that, I love that move. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this was, this is far too little too late. A- am, I, am I right here? Like this, this is something, this is a lie that just snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. And uh, what do you think, man? Yeah, it, it, you nailed it, it just snowballed and, you have to have some awareness at that point when you're Nicole that you need to tell her this. You need to be honest because she even said that this goes beyond the game and it's more than than like a Christmas saying this is personal versus game stuff. That was personal and that is a big, big thing that she did. And she even knew it too. Like her little pep talk to herself was so awkward. It was so weird. And you could tell, you could see the fear in her eyes. Yeah. And for her to wait for the goodbye message is just the total cop out. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I don't want this to sound as harsh as it's probably going to sound. But Nicole is a coward when it comes to facing up to the consequences of her votes. If you look at in Big Brother 18, like we've seen the clip a couple times this season where she votes out Devon, like she votes out Devon, and then like she slinks out of the the diary room like she did something wrong. And it's like same thing here. It's like she rather than stab her in the front this time, it was in the back. Uh, but it's still a it's still a stab and. This has got it from someone, Devon, on day one, saying, pick a bed, go to sleep, to Nicole, that she's not going to trust her this season. And then in this particular week, it comes to down to, Devon is so sure that she can trust Nicole. She is so sure. And you hate to see that. You, like, you hate to see it, because you know she's going to feel bad about that just on its own, based on like their history together. But to have it like combine with this message that Devon's trying to bring into the house where she obviously like, this is something like she wants to win $500,000 for sure, but she also wants to use it as a platform to talk about Black Lives Matter and, you know, uh, 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 social justice and making sure that uh, the people who are watching Big Brother and play after her see that there is like a strong role model for them. Like there, there is somebody that they can, they can see as a potential winner. Um, and I think all that's great, but then 
when Nicole casts his vote and then Devon spends all week, we saw some of it on the show, but on the live feeds, it was 10 times worse. Um, yeah, there she was, was just so antagonizing him. And it was, it was really hard to watch, especially when you know the truth. That's really yeah. the tough part. And it just goes back to Nicole, just you need to be honest, even though if that blows up your game and everything, like you did this, you played victim with Ian and now you're doing this, like your true colors come out, especially we see them walk in together and like, Davon is the reason she won all that money. Like mm-hmm. they, these are things, and then you can't just be like in your goodbye message, I hope we can get move past, it, past this and be friends because I love you. You don't though. Like she's just somebody who shows you who her colors are, you know? Yeah, it is a, uh, I don't know if that's a, that's a wedding invite that's gonna come through. Uh, even though Devon has the money, she did get that $5,000, that's, $5, that's good. Um, but yeah, this is, I, I don't know if they're gonna be friends outside the house. Um, I mean, it was a, it was tough going like when they showed up and then now, now for this. Um, yeah, it, it caused so much damage to Nicole's game. And I, I wanna talk a little bit more about that in, in a moment, but I, I mean, it's, it's just Nicole has been playing so terribly over the last few weeks. Uh, throw Danny in there too, cause they're kind of a pair, uh, but that, that's, that's just no good. Um, but uh, I want to ask you, uh, before we move on here, because I want to talk a little bit more about Devon, uh, what did you think about her, uh, her goodbye speech, basically? Her, um, her final address to the house guests, where she went on for like two minutes, like a, a, a real long uh, speech there. I, I mean, that's got to be like the greatest eviction speech ever, right? Like, I don't even think it's... there's like a doubt and stuff. But I, the one thing I thought, I mean, obviously a great speech, just well said and for her to remember all that even if she had some slip-ups on live tv like i can't even memorize like a sentence so for her to do that that's really impressive but there's the acting coach in her but it was just it was a great speech with a great message and uh one kevin how do you follow that like there's absolutely no way to follow that and two if you're julie chen and you're the producers there's no way she could have gone on for 10 minutes you don't interrupt her either so she just had free reign to do whatever she wants and like I said, it was just a uh, a great speech, and uh, you know it, uh, we're gonna miss her. She was pretty much the light of this season. Yeah, for for sure, we are gonna miss her. Uh, she Devon takes up so much time that when it's Kevin's turn, Julie says, "Kevin, keep her brief." <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> no, even let's hear you, Kevin. <laughs> and Kevin's message was really good too. But yeah. like I said, how do you how do you follow that and stuff? That I is. thought he I thought he went the right route, especially because he knew he was staying. Yeah, um, interesting, uh, interesting salute here uh, from uh, from Devon. If you she she named dropped a couple names. Uh, obviously, uh, Tamar Braxton, uh, the uh, unanimous winner of Celebrity Big Brother Two. Uh, we uh, Danielle Arias, uh, who was in the final two of Big Brother Three. Uh, a lot of people think she was uh, cheated out of the win because they did not sequester the jury back then. Uh, and uh, also Cassandra Walton. Uh, of uh, Big Brother One, the first ever house guest to enter the house. Um, she uh, she died last year, uh, and it was a nice little uh, a nice little salute there. Uh, even if Julie Chen could not remember her name and corrected incorrectly corrected herself to throw in like an R in there, like a, yeah. It was just, yeah, that's tough. It's, you're trying to you know add into the moment, and she kind of screws it up. As a broadcaster, you got to know what you're going to say. You know? Well, she was a little bit distracted by her love of God. I think that was a very, she, a very intense moment. Um, she loves bit. God, and she loves Charlie. <laughs> she she does she does. The, some of the house guests were trying to figure out who the heck that was. <laughs> is that her husband? Yeah. Uh, the, uh-uh. Is it Les? Oh no. Can we don't talk kid? about. Yeah. We haven't talked about that guy in a couple of years. He's uh, we don't talk about him anymore. Yeah, <laughs> shocker. That's probably not going to make the the show. Yeah. Uh, well, li- that's the that's the, the fun of live TV is that you can't take any of it out, regardless of how weird or inappropriate it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, Big Brother. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So um, so now that we've talked a little bit about Devon, I, I want to talk about I want to talk a little bit more about Nicole and Danny because. Obviously, this is a huge week for them as well. Um, and I want to I want to run this by because we were talking a little bit, uh, you and me earlier this week about who's playing the worst game. And I mean, Devon has the worst week possible. Like every every read of hers this week is wrong. Um, but to be fair, I don't know why she should have believed anything else because it made absolutely no sense for Nicole to do what she did, which is get rid of Ian. Uh, and just go along with her alliance, right? 
So here I, I came up with like a list. I got like a list of like 10 reasons why this is terrible, right? So if Nicole had just, inst- like forget this week, just last week with Ian, had she kept Ian and gotten rid of Tyler? First of all, Tyler's not a factor this week in the, in the veto. So presumably Devon doesn't go home. So she protects that one number. Ian doesn't go home, obviously. She protects a second number. Um, we don't know where things are gonna go quite yet this week, but she could lose a third number this week. Um, that's, a, that's a potential. Uh, she surely lost three jury votes with this whole lie. Um, Devon's gone for sure. I, you gotta imagine Kevin and David aren't gonna be happy with it either. Um, it guarantees that Nicole and Danny can never work with David. Like it just poisons that. And David's not going anywhere. Like no one's, who wants to get rid of David except for Memphis. And even he didn't get it done. Uh, and then Danny had the means to defend herself. If she made a big move and got out Tyler, she could have used the replay. She could have played again. Like she had the tools to actually make a big move here and she was terrified to do it. And if she makes that move, if they both flip at that moment, you set up a six on four where you've got like Cody, Memphis, Enzo, and Christmas. And Nicole actually has a relationship with Christmas. So they could maybe get her to flip and make it seven, three. Like, but now Nicole's and all her friends go out and she's like desperate. She's like stuck with Cody now. And she's got Danny and Danny's in a lot of people's crosshairs now. Like Danny's not going to last till the end of the game. And I, she she's just drawn dead for the rest of the, like I don't know how Nicole can win this thing anymore. I mean, well said. I, I can't really add anything else to that other than it, what were they thinking? Like they are in this <laughs> alliance, this and you know this is coming. Like okay, we're gonna knock this person off, knock this person off. All right, this might have to happen. This you go through so many scenarios, you're not doing anything else. So they had to have seen this. They're supposedly all stars and very good at this game. They had to have seen this coming or something similar to this, and they still go with the dumb move mm-hmm. and screws them over. Like yeah. that's what's, that's what's crazy. But it, it is just a calamity of errors for a lot of people. Yeah, just compare, compare their game just to what happened this week with Cody and what happened this week with Tyler. Both Cody and Tyler made decisions that like, it doesn't benefit their game to do anything, but like they want to keep people in this game who are loyal to them. And Cody's gotten his way for the last two weeks, like had, Danny, Danny could have sent Tyler home any number of ways. Like it didn't have to be an Ian vote. Like he could have just put Tyler and Enzo against each other. Um, that would have been fine too. Uh, but it just, I, it makes no sense there. Like Tyler at least understands that like, if you have power, you got to make a move that benefits your game. And other Nicole than- and Danny are making moves that benefit Cody's game and other people's game. And it doesn't help them at all. Yeah, other than like some pretty big hiccups on Tyler's part that he was able to get out of, yeah. he's playing a, a smart game at least for sure. for the most part. And yeah, him kind of just talking Memphis through like, hey, this is why you want to keep David around. It made way too much sense too. It's like, it makes you wonder like how bad is Memphis at this game? Speaking of just worse, how bad these people are and stuff. It's like the only person you can beat in the jury is David and you want to get rid of him. And like getting rid of Davon was the right move. Like she is going after people. She's the only one with her head somewhat in the game. And she is determined. Like Kevin is off in his own world. David can't beat anybody. That's the people you want to keep around. Yeah. So it was it's just, it's so yeah. bad. Yeah, it was a great move basically for to get rid of Devon for everybody but Nicole and, and uh, well, I mean, Kevin as well, but Nicole and Danny. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. the ones who lose out here. Yeah. But this is, this is also what we said, you know, a month ago, we're like, they have the numbers, like you don't have to go along with this huge alliance, you can break off and there is a group of people just are like begging to come together, and they needed a leader, and no one really could lead them. And that was the problem. Yeah, if we, we've been waiting for so long for this to just get to the second phase of the game for there to be that first power shift for like the, the cards to, to reshuffle. And it's it's just not it's just not happening the way we we want it to happen because it's a cold war basically it's it's one side like the Cody side the side of Enzo and Memphis the guys side of that uh, majority alliance are just one two three they're getting they're getting people out for the next phase of the game before that next phase of the game even starts so will there even be a war? Like there may be just one side left and it's just the guys like no, I th- without I think the girls even shooting back at them. It's going to be a war, but it's not going to be between 
the guys and the girls. It's going to be the four when they end up splitting. That's the war. And that's a boring war. That's, I don't even know if you can call it. I guess it's a battle. It's a, it's a battle for the final four veto. Is that yeah. what it, it just, like that, it's everything I mean, this comes whole down to season's one comp. coming down to one comp really, you know? And then yeah. like that final three and everything. But I mean, that's really what it's coming down to because everyone is just so bad at this. And it's just like, like they're just, like they just finally realized that there was a six person alliance running the house, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's uh, not a not a lot of great games there in the house. Uh, you gotta. I, I I keep bringing up Cody. Cody is playing a good game. Uh, Ty, Tyler is playing an okay game, I think. Yeah. But Tyler I think is you, the hiccups are just really bad. They're like really big. Yeah. That that makes Tyler's game worse. But I think the beginning was good, and now he's coming back in. And then I think Enzo's playing really well too. Oh sure, sure. Enzo's got some. Uh, Enzo's got some new alliances going on now. He is part of the wise guys. We were talking about that last week. Yeah. I love the moment where they pitch at the Christmas and then she reminds them that she is not a guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> was, she, she goes what I say. anyway. Wise people, wise people. <laughs> but uh, one thing that just like dawned on me is Enzo is Sandra. I like winning. He's anybody but me. I don't care. He'll like throw anybody under the bus. Yeah. He'll do whatever and he'll say whatever. And it's, it's really similar. And I'm, I'm, I mean, Enzo's fun, so. And this house desperately needs some kind of fun. Don't sleep on the meow meow, even if he is trying to move past that. Yeah, don't don't call him that. Given given the pot has brought some things to light. Uh, all right, so I, I got, we got a lot to, we got a lot more to talk about here, Lance. I, I want to talk about that that veto competition and the zingbot zings. Uh, we didn't even we didn't even. Uh, I want to see if there are any good ones here, and maybe come up with some better ones uh, if we can. Uh, and let's talk more about that veto competition right after this. All right, Lance, uh, we are back. And uh, as promised, uh, I wanna talk a little bit about our veto competition. Um, so there's some interesting stuff that happens a little bit before the veto competition. Um, you know, Obviously the, uh, the plan for Memphis here is to backdoor David because Memphis is playing checkers and he wants to get rid of David uh, because he just doesn't like David. We've talked about it before. He just doesn't like David. Um, so a, that's his- A guy who is- Feels like he hasn't done anything in this house yeah. other than like think about the game and his like end game. Yeah. Such a dumb move to try to do that. Yeah, he also doesn't like, uh, and, or, uh, Memphis also doesn't like talking to other people about his plans so that when he nominates people, everybody in his alliance is completely blindsided. Um, that's, uh, you know, that's just that alpha mentality there. Uh, you do what you want and don't tell anybody about it. It's just, it's so funny to do that. Then get mad when your plan doesn't work. It's yeah. like, you should have told them that. And then, you know, people don't want to go with the plan. I, I like Tyler playing dumb Uh huh. after after winning the veto. It's like, oh, I didn't know that's what you wanted. I mean, that's what you had to do there. That was his Big Brother 20 strategy, play dumb. Uh, he's, he's good at it, but he, he's, yeah. a, he's a smart guy. Don't sleep on Tyler. He's, uh, yeah. he's there to win as he shows you in the veto competition. Uh, but before we get to the veto competition, we have the veto comp draw. Uh, Memphis's plan, backdoor David. Um, and we get two house guest choices. And the two house guest choice chips that come up are, interestingly enough, Devon and Kevin. The one person that they both could trust to do something to save them, David, not even in the conversation. Hey, we, uh, Devon goes with Nicole, Kevin goes with Danny, and little do they know, this does all sorts of damage to Nicole and Danny's game. Uh, it's, it it's a result so of stupid. it's a result of the lie, but it makes them look so much worse. Yeah, it was so bad. Like, this is where it goes into like everyone's playing a bad game, pretty yeah. much. And if you're just playing like a mediocre game, you're sailing through. It's like even if you are mad, even if all these things are happening, you don't trust them. Like, look at the optics, and you have to think that that's and especially because they kind of did have something working, like something percolating mm -hmm. and everything too. It's just, what are they thinking? Like you are sitting around all day thinking about this stuff. I mean, well, it's, it's it all goes back to last week when Danny's saying like, you don't, you can't just take a swing at Tyler and miss. You gotta, you gotta nail it. And this entire grouping of alliance with like Devon and everyone, that's that's just, that's the swing. Like that's putting together everything and then doing nothing with it. So it just makes it look like these these people are together, even if they're not doing anything. And it just, it just wreaks havoc on their game. It's just, um, everyone's playing a scared game and you know, that's modern big brother now, yeah. you know, but it's, it's tough. Like you have to play, you have to risk, you have to have risks. Like if you want to win, you have to have risks. Yeah. 
Uh, kudos to Tyler, by the way, for figuring this out, like getting really suspicious and then actually turning Memphis around eventually. Uh, Memphis wants everyone to throw the veto. No one throws the veto, uh, which is great. It's a uh, it's a pretty it's pretty telling about Memphis's game. I think um, yeah. that whatever he wants to do, he's though he's running the alliance. He thinks he's getting nothing done. He, it's it just, like the first time somebody's actually gone against the HOH this entire freaking season. Yeah, yeah, and you'd think there would be some kind of repercussions for doing it against Memphis, but nope, not really. No, you no. just get kind of get like yelled at a little bit, and yeah. Tyler just plays dumb and nods and that's it yeah he's so uh, he's just so awful memphis is so awful like when he's talking with when he was talking with david and like you want a seat at the table well here you go it's like f you guy like just f you like it's just, just it's really funny seeing the people who have a little bit of power and they just talk down like christmas is conversation with david it's just you're just talking down to him like all the time it's so embarrassing yeah uh, so, uh, so we got Zingbot. This is a Zingbot Zing, uh, Tiger Zing, I guess. It's cute, right? Tiger King, Tiger Zing. Um, but uh, I, I don't know, Lance. I, I felt like this year's Zingbot Zings were a little bit disappointing. Like, usually there's like one that just like knocks it out of the park. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I felt like I wanted more. It's, it's just Zingbot stopped being, I mean, Zingbot was never really that funny. True. They just got like very like brutal, like very mean. It, yeah. it wasn't jokes. It was just dragging people. He had a couple okay ones that weren't terrible, but uh, I want to talk more about the lettuce on top of the Zingbot, that hair, like what was going on there? That was quite the toupee it had and everything. Very exotic, but, uh, right? Uh, I guess it was Zings. Uh, I thought the, the David Zing was pretty good. Uh, the Memphis one was pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Danny one was just mean, like calling yeah. her old looking. Just, you know? yeah, like, just that's old. not even funny. Yeah. That's like, the thing is like, none of, like I got like a list, like Kevin's boring. All right. Cody's dumb. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's like the lowest hanging fruit kind of stuff. Yeah. But honestly, they should have had Day write the jokes because when she said that Christmas's ass should be named Halloween, I, I was dying. So that was the funniest <laughs> zing of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the the zing that 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 struck or hurt the most was the one that that came after Nicole. Nicole didn't like that she was whiny. She gave yeah. us uh, she gave us a monotone voice in the diary room. Didn't hate it. I gotta say, I didn't like hate it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, same here. But uh, and then gotta... then you have like Christmas kind of getting the psycho edit where it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna get all of you now for even for somebody else's joke. Yeah. Yikes. I like, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of intense <sighs> moments from uh, Christmas this week. And I did like that Tyler is like, oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, so Zingbot Zings were not that, we're not that fantastic this year. Uh, but I did uh, on, on Twitter, uh, David, uh, David, uh, the person running David's Twitter account, that is, uh, put out some, uh, put out some interesting, uh, some interesting uh, uh, Zings of his own here. And if you'll uh, uh, give me a moment, I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of these because these are better than the ones that like okay, the Zingbot right. Zings are, are like these are these are good. Uh, obviously, the uh, the they do call out that David is not an all star in the Twitter account uh, a little bit, um, which is you know, a little bit of uh, self awareness there. Um, but uh, what do we have here? We've got uh, we've got uh, Memphis. Uh, we're pretty sure that casting messed up and accidentally put you on this season instead of Big Brother 21. I thought that yeah, was very, that's, that was that's very cute. Uh, that that's seemed very appropriate. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we got, uh, we got Tyler. Uh, week by week, you inspire thousands of viewers with your unexpected gameplay from self eviction attempts to product endorsements on live TV. We can't wait for the 50% off jewelry sale announcement during the final two jury questioning. So <laughs> a little long, but yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's you're a little bit more snappy, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, you workshop that one, you get that down to like a two sentences. That thing's that thing probably kills. Yeah, it's better than better than Kevin's boring though. Yeah, you know, it's also Kevin's also cries. You could make fun of that too. That's yeah, just I mean, as, that's too. just as not funny. So yeah. you can all sorts of all sorts of stuff to hit him over. Um, but uh, the the competition itself was, I mean, it's it's whatever. It's a maze. It's it's hard to follow along. It's uh, whatever. Tyler wins. Congratulations, Tyler. Um, and Tyler does what he has to do because he is the only person who is not interested in going along with Memphis's plan. This is the worst case scenario for Devon. The only way she goes home is if Tyler wins and keeps the nominations the same because yep. everyone else 
each and every one of those other five people is motivated to either take Devon off or Kevin would take Kevin off. Um, but uh, but it just doesn't go it doesn't go well. Tyler has the power and. Tyler is, like we said, Tyler is nobody's beta. He is not going to go with what Memphis wants to do. He has the power and it is his call. And his call is that Devon goes home. So, I mean, it's a great move for, it's a great move for Tyler. Yeah, great move. What I do find kind of ironic is this is a guy who was ready to sacrifice his game for Bay Day and now has a hand in all their evictions and could have saved Devon if he really sure. wanted to. And yeah. he did. So and kind so of- we're, this is a true color episode, you know, like Nicole's true colors and, you know, Tyler for however, if you want to buy all the acting and maybe it's acting, maybe it's, it's real, but he wants to win. And that's very obvious. And that's I think the now he, really he wants to win again. Now he does. Maybe he didn't want before it's he he's, he's having some trouble. I think in that yeah. house, just in general, yeah. uh, but it seems like he's getting a little bit more back on track now that there's no escape from the jury house. Um, I think now that he can't just go home to Angela, um, that that is, uh, that is, he's stuck. So may as well go home with $500,000 or maybe, yeah, might a little, as well, right? maybe a little maybe. prize money in the next HOH or a veto. You never know. It's something there. Yeah. Maybe, you know, some, some skyrocketing sales. <laughs> That's right. There's a cookbook. Those cookbooks aren't going to sell themselves. Uh, seriously, they are not going to sell themselves. Yeah. So we need you some, have to get the matching gotta, too. Yeah, you know? gotta gotta drum up those Instagram sales. You know, um, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, so the so the veto. We know how the veto goes. Tyler Tyler wins, holds the nominations the same, looking very bad for Devon. Uh, but shortly after this, uh, Christmas kind of has a little bit of a coming out party this week, where she is uh, after her HOH last week. She's really making some big. Uh, big game moves, or at least like we, we see more about her path to the finish here. She gets into her, uh, this final three alliance. We talked a little bit about last week in the spoilers, the wise guys. So she's got that going on. But I also want to talk to you about David, this plan that she comes up with to David, who everybody says is on an island all alone, like no one wants to work with him. Christmas steps up to the plate and she wins him over by telling him something he already knows. And that's, she's the only person willing to go to him and say, hey, you know that, you know that? I know how that stuff is. It wasn't you. I know it wasn't you. It definitely wasn't you. And that's all it takes. That's all it takes to win David over. Um, it just shows how little game anybody's talking with David. Yeah. But it's another, this is another thing. Like, this is like Big Brother 101. If there's somebody on an island, you reel them in. You try Someone's to work gotta. with them. Yeah. Like it is the most basic thing, even if you don't believe it, like get him to believe it because he's just desperate for anybody. Mm -hmm. Like it, I mean, what is going on? Tyler was talking a little bit about it this week. Like uh, in the, like he thinks that David's someone he could work with later on, but everyone's kind of thinking like, okay, this is someone I can work with later on. And no one wants to lay that groundwork now because they're too scared to. And Christmas is at I least willing to make that move. Yeah. yeah, I can kind of understand that. But yeah, be the first one to, to make the move and everything. But I do understand it just because he screwed over Tyler so bad. So it's like, you work with him, you trust him with anything, it could just completely blow up. So keep keep kicking the can down the line a little bit. But for Christmas, who, you know, probably isn't long for the house, if mm -hmm. things, you know, go a certain way, I think it's a smart move for her. Yeah, uh, one, more, one more Christmas moment I want to talk about uh, was uh, at the beginning of the week, when we had our have not drama. Uh, where Devon coming off of yes. have nots, coming off of the block the week before where Christmas put her on the block. Um, uh, apparently we had a great, there's, I, I love everything about the scene. Like that editing was so fantastic about how Christmas apparently was very convinced that she was not going to be a have not because apparently Devon had talked to Kevin about making Kevin a have not. And Christmas was on the balcony overhearing and it's like that same, like, she is, like, if, if you remember Survivor, like, Nick, where it's like every time last season there was a conversation, like, Nick was always kind of there in the background, in, yeah. like, yeah. just looking to see what's going on. And it's like, no matter what's going on, Christmas is there to just kind of give someone the eye. And she is. It's her, she it's was, her own spy bunker. She was so upset. Like, she was so upset. Um... She could not believe that, like, what, just because I nominated her last week, I have to be a have-not this week? Yeah, what other reason could somebody <laughs> possibly need, you know? 
it was what the heck is this it just shows like how delusional some people are like what and to like try to play victim on that it's like what did i do i only tried to evict you <laughs> yeah that was, that was not good that was not good uh i love and i love that like i love that like devon is like trying to and just christmas is so upset she's just thank you thank you she's, yeah, she's and, so she is terrible at hiding how upset she is oh yeah and day's kind of poking the bear a little bit which is really awesome yeah it's christmas is a very interesting like i think she's a very interesting uh house guest because she does so many things right but just her personality is so wrong for making things happen and it's just like if she could only get out of her way she could win this thing she can go far she'll go far every time she plays based on who she is but winning it is going to be so hard until she just stops being crazy. yeah and it's just so easy to push her buttons that if you want to blow her game up you just do one you just do a couple things and then you know she self-sabotages at that point make her a have not she'll blow up uh okay um yeah so uh so yeah so let's uh i want to i want to talk a little bit now about uh, move forward here we talked about last week i want to talk about this coming week uh because finally we've got uh the minority of the house is getting smaller so this finally means we've got to have the majority alliance taking shots at each other right of course maybe we'll find out more about that right after this Oh, Lance, I did a bad thing, Lance. So when I go to commercial break, you're supposed to like give people something to want to come back to. And I just, I just say like, oh, we're going to talk about the future and you're not going to like it. But that's the season of Big Brother, Lance. That's just how this is. That's also also life. Like you start thinking about the future (laughs) and it's not looking bright, you know? (laughs) It's tough. There's not a lot to look forward to uh, right now, but uh, in the Big Brother house. So um, we had, uh, we had a couple uh, interesting, uh, so before the uh, show went off the air last week, uh, we got Dr. We got Dr. Will. uh, My man, Dr. Will, looking like the ghost of Dr. Will. It was very weird. He does look like he is being supported, like held up by some ancient wizard spell. There's like, like somebody's just, like, he's getting like blood processed and like re mm-hmm. put into him and everything. Yeah, there's but he, a lot. It was, it was a little bit of makeup. <laughs> it's a lot of makeup, a lot of makeup. And, but, you know, I'm not going to complain. Dr. Will has probably been the most entertaining part of this season. And no, I'm 12 seconds of him. Thrilled to have him back. Uh, Dr. Will is Dr. Will. Uh, he is one of the few people that we have ever offered asked to be on the show, and he said, "You know what? Probably not." <laughs> that, that's he is the like, only one who will tell us no to our. Face. I mean, he didn't I tell did, us no, but he was close enough to a no. I did shoot my shot, which you got to do when you meet him and everything. But yeah, he's like, "Why would you want me? I'm not entertained." Which is, but really, the nicest way of saying hell no. Yeah, 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 yeah. As opposed to all the other people who say yes and then just never show up when it comes time to. Yeah, there's uh, there's a couple of them. Only a couple. Only a couple, and we're not salty about that at all. Uh, so <laughs> F them. Yeah, that's right. Um, so uh, so our uh, for this particular HOH competition, I guess the twist is that um, there are prizes to play for. Is this even a twist, Lance, or is this just a thing that happens every year? It's not a twist. It's definitely a thing that happens. It, yeah. uh, you know, it reminded me of the Big Brother 7 one when they're in their cemetery and they're doing uh that and they're winning a bunch of stuff and you know boogie won like a trip and like a back then like a 42 inch tv was huge for them and everything so <laughs> but i wanted more of this i wish they did this earlier in the season i love when they do this like mm-hmm. it is, you know it pitting, is. these people are all so selfish yeah and, you know only care about themselves and so yeah we want more of that no that is, that is fun and is definitely up uh, it is in Dr. Will's wheelhouse. That is that is definitely a, a thing that he... But I, if we're talking about a major twist that's going to shake up the game, that's not this. That's not... That's that's not, not that is not what... Twist. No, this is, that is not what I was thinking. And I, I mean, it could have gone so many different ways. First of all, I do love the idea that there is a neighbor for the big... That is like the exact kind of big brother gimmick that like, it, it's just like perfect for the show. It, Dr. Will is a neighbor. Of course, it's Dr. Will. It's like a just like a setup for the next CBS sitcom, right? A wacky next that. door neighbor. Yeah, I would too. I mean, they already have the neighborhood, so I guess the neighborhoods. Just put, yeah, just just toss in Doctor Will in Z. there. Yeah, um, in in a pre in pre-recorded segments only. <laughs> uh, 
Hey, whatever it takes, yeah. right? Uh, we, that could have, it could have been something so much better. Like I assumed that we were going to get, and we haven't had it yet, like an America votes component to the game. Like yeah. they haven't called on us at all. And this is going to be the first season in a very long time where that's not the case. It feels um, like they're just kind of mailing in this, like all the twists and everything. They did like yeah. those three powers, but what other twists have they really had? Like, I guess the triple eviction is kind of, I mean, that's a, it's a, it yeah, it it's that. interesting. It is, but that it's is like, definitely interesting. They have been so much more creative, and I don't know if it's because of Corona and everything, but I feel like they could have got really creative, and they haven't. So it's just kind of like let's just keep this going, especially because the season's been so boring and we've had th this majority just power through everything. It's like throw some wrenches into this, let's have some fun, and they just refuse to do it pretty much. Yeah. So uh, in this particular HOH, um, it sounds like you did have the opportunity to. Uh, play for power or play for money uh, and it was it sounds like it was the kind of thing where you could go back and forth like if you were trying to win the power wasn't going well you could switch over if you were trying to win the money wasn't going well you could switch over um, and it sounds like uh, it sounds like Tyler won some money here um, Tyler admitted it to uh, to Christmas that he that he got some cash uh, apparently two people were winners of money um, so he is one maybe Kevin I, I heard some rumors that Kevin might be the other one uh, it would make if sense Kevin does that, that. Oh my God, Kevin, the, you your back's against the wall, and I guess if you think you're not, not going to win, might as well take the money and run, right? It's the Jess play from last year, where uh, in that what was it? The uh, I think it was the HOH that Nick won in the early going, where there was a five thousand dollar like you could aim and try to get that instead, and she went for that because uh, what what's who needs to win power in Big Brother these days? Especially when you can walk away with, you know, $2,500 after taxes. <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Um, but hey, that's I mean, more, I'll take it. more money than most of these people are going to get because that's like, I mean, Devon got that five grand and Christmas got that five grand and already they made mo more money than most of these other people combined. So, right. yep. Um, hey, yeah, good for them. I wouldn't complain about walking away with, you know, 2,500. Yeah. Venmo us. Yeah. So uh, if there is, uh, I guess there are nine nine people left, ten people left in the house. Nine. Uh, if there is one person left who would lead to the most uninteresting week, the most boring week, the most status quo week, who would it be, Lance? Who would be the most boring choice for HOH? Honestly, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> the I mean, most Cody. boring of the boring. Cody. That's right. That is your new HOH. Your new HOH is Cody. It was uh, really hard to pick between Memphis and Cody, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that is true. Because Memphis is uh, Memphis was the outgoing HOH, but Danny did offer to give Memphis her power. Uh, again, like, I, I just uh, use it for your, use it for yourself that week and make a big move. Give it to Memphis in a week where someone could finally take a shot at your side of the alliance. Like, I, I'm not a fan. I wasn't a giant fan of that move. I, I would have just I let it expire. I would honestly loved if, Oh, maybe not loved, but it would have been funny if Memphis did win and then took out Danny. It's kind of like the Sandra move in Survivor, which oh, would be the good. idol and then vote him out. That would have been really, I mean, of a boring season, that would have at least been fun. Yeah. Danny is not in a great position here uh, and probably does not. I mean, she's got to realize that things have not been going well these past couple of weeks. Um, but, and she got uh, called old. She did get called old. That is tough. Uh, but she does catch a break here in that uh, Cody is the HOH. And as we know, he is in, she is involved with a love triangle, as Kaser explained, mm. between Nicole and Danny. So unlikely that Nicole or Danny face the block here. Um, and you would expect, because it's Cody, without spoiling the nominations, and we will do that, you should expect that Corey uh, Cody would do the most boring thing possible, the most status quo thing possible, and that's nominate Kevin and David. Uh, because he has something going with everybody so he can't take a shot uh yeah. he's got to do the boring thing uh and that's is, what every honestly that's every freaking week it's like oh we'll just put up these two and it'll be easy so i mean that's great that's great for his game right there like because he is as long as one of those two go home he's set up well no matter what the next week um but where things might get interesting and that is indeed what he's going to do those are the, his two nominations it's going to be kevin and david uh and the idea is that kevin is the person most likely to go home here. Uh, now, the reason why is because Kevin is been, has been very antagonistic with Cody. Uh, Kevin's one of the few people that will actually uh, throw a, we saw it in that, that one HOH where uh, uh, Cody took that shot 
at, at putting uh, Cody, Cody uh, up early. Um, so he had a talk with Cody. It didn't go well. Uh, he, uh, Kevin explained that everything isn't about you, Cody. Uh, Cody did not take that well. Uh, Cody does not take any criticism well. Uh, Cody only takes, uh, just gotta flatter him. You gotta flatter a Calfiore. You're not you gonna go, you're not gonna get places by being antagonistic to a Calfiore. Yeah, you, you could tell with the, the Zingbot Zing, where he got called dumb. He's like, oh, it's like, uh, it's like, it's like, I didn't get owned online. I'm not, no, 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 okay. <laughs> And so him trying to like be self-deprecating just didn't work, you know? Yeah, yeah. It seemed like most of the people were going along with it. Like he was like, oh, you I'm a dumb guy. Oh, yeah. Because yes. if you're bitter, then you just look, you look bad. You know, you got to go with the joke, even though it's a bad joke. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's our, so your, so your HOH is, is Cody. Uh, so where it could get interesting here is if there is a veto and it does get used, because obviously Cody's got to put someone up on the block. Now his targets, Kevin, he would like to see Kevin go out the door. He is probably the person in the game most motivated to get rid of Kevin. Uh, but the alternative plan, if the veto gets used, Kevin is no longer an option, Christmas. Christmas is the replacement nominee uh, possibility. He's facing some pressure from uh, some of the folks on his, uh, the guy side of the alliance to do that. Uh, and Christmas, it makes sense for him in that if you think of who he's working with, he's got that final two deal with what, like Enzo, and he's got like a final two with Memphis, and he's got he's got nothing going really with Christmas in the way he's got something going with pretty much everyone else in the house. So uh, Christmas doesn't help his game much. Uh, it helps Danny and Nicole's game a little bit to have another woman in the house. Uh, so they're gonna lose that option too. Uh, if this happens, and that would be three weeks in a row that Nicole would lose an ally uh, because Cody doesn't want to do, uh, want to lose one of his. Um, and it's, they keep having the same conversation week after week, like Cody and Nicole, they're working together and it's like, I don't understand why I gotta lose three people in a row. Like, cause you're not playing the game and he is Nicole, that's what. Uh, yeah, just keep complaining, you know, and the same things are gonna happen. But I, I do find that interesting. If, honestly, if I'm Cody, I'm happy with one of them winning the veto and take out someone who actually might be a real competitor because David and, and Kevin aren't. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, mean, I think that if I'm him, I'm like secretly wanting that. And then, you know, it wouldn't be the worst thing if he took out like Danny or Nicole, but you know, Christmas, Christmas, I do understand. Yeah. Christmas is going to win stuff down the line in a way that Nicole probably won't. And Danny probably won't. I mean, they're both of those are uh, Nicole and Danny are both capable of winning HOHs. But Christmas is a, she is a competitor. She is, she is so hardcore out there. And that's, that's what, that, that's like, that is a positive thing about her. Like, gotta love that. Like, I would rather see someone do that than do the Jess game where it's, you're losing everything. Yeah. And you hope to get by because no one's going to put me up because I'm never going to put you up because I'm never going to win. Uh, like, I, I prefer that game. It's a more interesting game. Uh, of course, it's a high risk game because someone's going to take you out at some point. Um, but, uh, but it's, a it, this, this week could be interesting if that happens, but it would be uninteresting in the sense that it's only going to further along this guy's steamroll, this like brigade 2.0. It, it's one of, it's a season where we're going to wind up with, we've, what, we have three women left in the house. And if we take out Christmas, we're down to two. We've got, we got Danny and Nicole left and Nicole might go to the final two because let's be honest, Nicole ain't winning this thing now. Uh, so why would you get rid of her? But uh, Danny, I, Cody's playing for Danny. Cody doesn't want to take out Danny, but Cody realizes that Danny's going to take herself out. Danny's going to play hard that like someone's going to take her out for him. So that's not part of his plan. Um, he's, he's a ride or die with Nicole. He's never going to take out one of his final twos. Um, and uh, he's got, I mean, he's got final twos everywhere. Like Enzo was just coming to him uh, earlier today to tell Cody that, hey, just so you know, Memphis has got this idea about this wise guys thing. So already uh -huh. Memphis's plan is blown. Like Memphis yep. has got nothing going on. Um, it's really like, it, Enzo is in such a good, Enzo's in a fantastic position. Uh, he is not part of that majority alliance, but like Cody wants him around as long as possible. Yep. Yeah, it's just, you know, Cody's just kind of like a made man. He doesn't have to do much. He's just made all these easy deals and he's physical enough that he can win stuff. And he, no one's even really like bringing him up mm -hmm. other than like the, 
the minority part of the house and they can't win anything. So it's just a cakewalk. Like, I mean, this is what we've been saying. Like that's what makes the season, you know, so anticlimactic. So. An inexplicable result. That is not, I, I would not imagine that we would just be this mastermind Cody Calafiore. Can anyone beat mastermind Cody? Polly's brothers just either. running the like, show. No, no, not really. Easy. It's just so easy. It's like yeah. basic stuff and everyone is so bad and going after other people that they don't even realize that like this four is just going to like cakewalk to the end. Yeah, it's not a brilliant strategic game, but it's a brilliant social game. Like he is yeah. just fantastic at the social game part. Um, you know, he is, despite all of his love triangles and uh, the, he is he is in such a great position in the house. And I hope something happens to uh, to make things interesting and dislodge him, but I honestly don't know how that works. Like, I just don't see anyone left doing that. Like well, everyone even... wants to take him. Like maybe at final three, he might get axed at the end if like, you can take Memphis yeah. instead, or like if if you could take David instead, like maybe. But but what's even like the like fun thing to root for? Like usually when you start getting to the end of the season and like maybe a group of people that you don't like are there, there's at least one person you're rooting for. Is there a person to even like, oh yeah, if they pull this off, I'm rooting for them. Like there isn't really anybody. A lot some some people on the internet are starting to think that way about david maybe but that's the thing like that's all you got like david's as good as as good as it's gonna get because to me it feels got... like best case scenario like if it's gonna be a good season to me yeah. like an enzo i think tyler winning is really interesting yeah i don't know if that's like a good thing but i think it's really interesting but i think those two i would feel somewhat good about i mean cody if he wins like deserves it and everything but like there isn't anybody i'm like come on man let's let's do this let's make a run like yeah. which is not what you want to hear yeah, it, if Cody wins, it'll probably go down in history as one of those seasons where you talk about when you're thinking about it, it's like, oh yeah, Cody played a good game. You want to watch it? Not any, no. Oh, it's no, like, this is like it's one like of the least Kim, seasons. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like one world. Like Kim Spradlin won, played a great game. Congratulations. Do you want to watch it again? No, not really. Just played a bunch, played a bunch yeah. against a bunch of idiots. This is not just, that everyone yeah. here is an idiot. They're just playing like it. And usually, like sometimes we get like back like on year off year this is two off years in a row which is never great at least we had big brother 20 that's <laughs> it was a yeah, yeah. and at least we have 20 good yeah yeah we've we, at, of the last four cbs reality tv seasons we at least had that one good one in there and that's gonna have to that survivor season's gonna need to last us for a while lance that's gonna need yep. to last us for a while yep yep, yep. um okay so before we go here uh, i want to talk a little bit uh look forward to the future uh, obviously, we don't have any spoilers about it because it hasn't happened yet. But I want to talk about this triple eviction, the first ever triple Big eviction. Brother triple eviction. Uh, now, this is something that we've seen on um, on the Canadian uh, version of Big Brother. They do it a little bit differently. It sounds like our version is going to be different from their version. It sounds like uh, when we do it on Thursday, we're going to have a two-hour show. It sounds like that means... It's probably going to be this week's Evictee Goes Home. That's eviction number one. Then we do a double eviction, as in the standard style, where they play the HOH and then the veto comp. And then by the end of the hour, they're done. And then we've got that second hour. And I think they just play another round where they're, we're going to have two HOHs or three HOHs crowned on that particular night um, instead of the Canadian version, which is just like three people on the block, only one person stays. Good luck, everybody. Uh, which, no, good. that's not good. That's not good. Um, so do you have any thoughts, Lance, about how this triple event? So we know who is going to uh, win HOH. This, we know who is HOH this week. We know who his target is. So we know who might be left over. What do you think happens here? Uh, I think either you can just easily squash the, the minority, depending on what happens this week, mm -hmm. you easily squash the minority. But that, I don't know, it feels like when you have a double eviction, you want to use it right, or triple eviction. You want to use it right. So I really think you could see a Danny Nicole real extermination, you know, mm -hmm. and it just, we could have pretty much guys left at that point. Yeah. Uh, I think the most likely thing, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk and a lot of consideration about the double eviction. A lot of people have plans for that. Um, the triple eviction is going to catch a lot of people off guard. And I think that triple eviction spot is the spot where uh, David is in a lot of trouble where it's like, you don't have a lot of time to consider it. Yeah, you didn't yeah. even think that there would be another shot here to do it. Um, and you just gotta, you, you don't wanna, 
you've got to put him on the block and maybe you're taking a swing at someone else. But like, I think that's a, that's a spot where David's in a lot of trouble. Um, otherwise, I think you're right. I think it's probably Danny over Nicole, most likely to go home. Uh, Cause I think uh, Cody and I think you can realize that Nicole did enough damage to her game and that Nicole was probably not going to win the game that you would want to keep her. Yeah, and I think uh, David's a better shot of winning competitions over Nicole as well. Yeah. Uh, if David is on an island right now, uh, Nicole is on an island now too. Because you know, once she once Danny's gone, she really has nobody but Cody. And that's exactly where Cody wants her to be. Um, you know, it's it's great to have a final two when your final two has no option but to go with you. Like that's 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 the most comfortable final two to have. So uh, I think Danny is in the most trouble in that, but yep. she could win it. She could win the HOH in that double. And then we could see Tyler uh, going or Tyler being targeted. And I think she understands how to do it. Like there's like the first shot that she didn't take at least realize that the only way to get rid of Tyler is it, if it's Tyler versus Enzo uh, because Enzo, despite not being in an alliance is preferred by Cody. Um, so you just got to do it. Cody once. You just got to yep. put up someone that Cody would want to keep more than Tyler. I do think if we got a Danny or Nicole HOH, that's interesting at least because then they can take that shot at some of those bigger guys, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I find that if that actually happens, that is at least interesting. If, if one of the guys wins and just kind of steamrolls, then. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, so Lance, I guess we're going to have to wait until, uh, Thursday to figure out how this triple eviction goes. A lot of great scenarios here. Uh, if there's one thing we should expect though, expect it to be boring uh, and expect <laughs> that it is the people least likely that you would love to see win will win. Um, because uh, Prepare for the worst. That is yeah. the theme of 2020 and probably beyond. <laughs> yeah, prepare for the worst. So expect the, if the theme of Big Brother, expect the unexpected, just expect the worst. Expect the worst, a little bit, prepare for a little the worst. Better. Because uh, it's very seldom you get the unexpected. This this Especially this doctor will this doctor will twist very expected. Yeah, and, and it's not even a twist. Not even a twist. No, nope. it's just doctor will's there. Anyway, uh, we're gonna talk about uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna unpack all that doctor will madness. Maybe it's something interesting. Maybe there's uh, a real twist we haven't seen yet, and we'll be talking about it with bated breath next week. And so excited, but probably not. We'll, we'll, we'll hey. Tune in next week to find out, right? Uh, follow, right. Us, uh, follow us back here. Uh, if you want to hear us next week, uh, I would recommend that you subscribe to the Survivor Brothers. Right. Or in the Big Brother Brothers. You should yeah, do both, both, right? Yeah. Uh, Big Brother Brothers, if you want to hear about Big Brother. Good plug. <laughs> oh, it's been a long day, Lance. It's been a long day. Uh, uh, I wish to a Survivor. Uh, Big Brother Brothers, it's available on all your favorite podcasting apps, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Stitcher, uh, and, and now Amazon. We're on Amazon as well. And don't forget Amazon. to look for us on Facebook and YouTube. You can catch our video version of the show and see Walter, Lance's dog, uh, every now and then. Uh, good, good content. And if you really, really, really love what you hear, uh, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. Five stars only, please. Please, please. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's it for this week. Uh, we'll catch you everybody back here next week, I hope. And uh, we are gonna we're gonna wrap this thing up. We're almost there. We're almost at the finish line. Yeah, we got a, we got a five hundred thousand check all written out to Cody. About ready to hand it over. See you. See if anything changes. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Uh, see you then, everybody. Bye bye. Bye.